0: Hi guys, welcome to our podcast, Supposedly Adults, where we are four supposed adults sharing our quote-unquote youthful experiences,
1: talking about the most random life topics,
0: giving our thoughts that no one cares about,
1: and just trying to make life
2: suck less.
0: That's right, so I'm Jensen,
2: I'm Melody, this is Calvin, and this is Lyris.
0: And today's random question is, am I Kung Fu Panda? Hello, guys. Hello. Alright, so uh, to the audience. So right now, we are going to do something a bit different from what we usually do. Uh, We have decided as a group to kind of look at some movies and kind of, you know, do some little mental analysis on it. Mm. So the movie that we have chosen together is Kung Fu Panda. It's a little old movie, but it is a good childhood movie. In fact, I remember... I think it it was one of the bigger movie-going experiences in my life because I remember my parents taking me and then along with, remember the triplets that we talked about in the previous few episodes? Yeah, they were there too. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it was fun watching little animals talk, animation, and then the Chinese background setting as well. Yeah! so
1: it, How old were you guys? I think we were 10, Yeah, I think I right? was
0: 8, 9, 10, around that age. I mean, so I was a was
1: grown-ass
2: person then.
0: 10 years ago. <laughs>
2: i remember like watching it back i didn't realize how woke it is like it's like full-on like you know chinese culture and all that like, i didn't realize that until like watching it recently yeah
1: and i wanted to say now re-watching it like re-watching it i was expecting a lot of like cliche like a lot of problematic <sighs> non-pc <laughs> stuff but watching it back is actually not bad it's actually a lot better than a lot of the controversial stuff that we have right now like the fact that they actually call it Wugui, Master Ugwe is
2: pretty cool instead of calling it Master Turtle. And they
0: use Chinese, right? Because Wugui is...
2: But also yeah, they exactly, called exactly. the Master Shifu Master Shifu, which Shifu means master. So it's basically Master Master. So it's kind of like, I well, love. I mean... <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I do also remember it being a movie that was significantly impacted kind of my worldview at that time and kind of carried forward into at least like another decade so i want to ask to begin the topic uh, what are you guys' favorite scenes in the movie? <laughs> in I the can movie. go
1: first because my favorite scene is right at the beginning. You know, there was this one point where Ugui being all Zen and and, and stuff um, was, was looking at the pond and he basically said that your mind is like this water. Um, when it's agitated, it becomes difficult to see but if you allow it to settle, the answer becomes clear. The reason why I really, really like this is because I actually recently got out of a 20 20- one day isolated quarantine by myself in a hotel oh um, I thought I'd be crazy like I, I was ready to go mentally ill um, during the 21 days because it'll be so hard because I'm not I won't be able to talk to people I won't be able to see anybody and I'll be trapped in a room without fresh air and I was you know anxious about it going in but um, on the last week I'm like patiently waiting the breaking point but I actually came out pretty enjoyed myself throughout the the period of time and I realized I that living in Hong Kong being in a very you know busy hustling bustling city I realized I haven't really had time to actually sit down and settle down and I feel like this quarantine allowed me to have a lot of time and space to myself and i able to actually think properly when i'm not constantly bombarded by different distractions
0: Mm -hmm. i had like the total opposite experience right now just (laughs) these past few days i'm not even quarantining i'm just going insane staying in my room (laughs) well my friend is isolating and i don't really want to meet anyone while my friend is isolating as well
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know but I think it might be because you're in the UK, so you get a lot of space as like a regular thing. And in Hong Kong, I also live with my family, so it's impossible to get like a three seconds maybe, of quietness. Maybe. Calvin, you wanted to say something?
3: Oh, no, I'm just, I'm just curious because it's quite contrasting. Like for you, when it's quiet, when it's like really quiet, then you feel like, oh, you find that peace, right? That inner peace and then that time that you need it for to settle. But then for Jensen and also me, because I'm or we're all, all always by myself sometimes i felt agitated just being so quiet i just thought that is that is interesting like yeah. how <laughs> power mind oh, works. So You
0: too. yeah
3: yeah absolutely
0: So, like, like the quote i kind of need to focus a little to make sure the water is still right if not in my mind we're just automatically agitate it you know
3: what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly like sometimes it's so quiet we're like oh my god this is too quiet like what is happening here and then because of that, like it kind of stir up the water. You know how like sometimes you focus so hard. Let's say you're holding a cup of water, you focus so hard. Try not to like oh my spill gosh, any that water. Is me. And as you're walking, you just that like spill. That is me.
2: I for I am a 22 year old grown ass woman. I cannot. Hold a cup of water for my dear life, but like, I genuinely <laughs> cannot. I can always, I always like I tried different ways. What? What? I'm so what? sorry. This is a really random time. How oh, have you try. lived the but, but it's like full on, like, even if you're like super focused and then your hands are shaking, but. I, and i tried the other way of not focusing and be like trust in your own body and just walk still spilled everywhere <laughs> anyway sorry this is it just no, it but really I, connects you it. see <laughs> the thing is right this is like kind of the
1: extreme because i i always see this as like a a, a clean up, right because usually whenever there's trash you kind of just sweep it under the couch into the carpet and when yes. you're being able to settle down and when you clear a mind, it kind of helps you clear out all these trash from under the couch as well. So now you see it, now you, you know, uncover it. That's why you feel a lot more agitated. So you really need to clear out everything to be able to, you know, see your face in that water reflection. Yes. So I don't know. I just feel very related
2: to that quote. That's true. Or I think, can we like, if we like continue to use that analogy of the water thing, it's kind of like, like the water is always agitated right then you cannot see your own reflection so you don't realize how busted you look for example <laughs> until until the water is like clear and calm mm. and you see yourself in the mirror you're like oh gosh i look yeah. horrible like i should have been doing something about it right but then you're like oh i just i want to avoid it and like let me agitate the water again so i don't see how ugly i look right but if you like let yourself calm a bit and you see yourself like, oh, gosh, I really need to wash my hair. And then you but OK, I'll go wash my hair. Then maybe hey,
3: that's a great point. So I guess kind of like what we've been always been saying, like, I guess, and again, but Buddhism help us is always like continuously find ways to get that awareness of like something. It's I don't know, something's happening or something or some bad habits that you pick up. And then once you're aware of it and then you can start, I guess, addressing those issues or things like that. That is that is that is actually a great analogy. Like you don't know you. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I guess you won't know how ugly you look you are until you look in the mirror <laughs> or something like that. That is a good point. That's a good point. That's good. Yeah. point. But I don't think there's yeah. any way I can change how exactly. I look though. So I'm always be <laughs> ugly. So it doesn't really matter, I guess.
1: <laughs> well, what's what's your favorite scene, Calvin?
3: Uh, my favorite scene is actually the other scene is the um, the peach tree scene, and it's kind of related. Yeah uh because famous one yeah uh so basically oh, uh, i guess there's there's multiple quotes that i really like and then the first one i got is you know like how uh wu and sifu they're talking and talking about how um you in order to fulfill like the destiny of the panda like you really need to let go the of the illusion of control right and then sifu is like what mm-hmm. illusion are you talking about and then uguay was like well look at this tree, Like I cannot make it blossom when it suits me nor make it bear fruits before it's time saying that, you know there, There's no way you can control, you know when the fruits is coming or whatever So I thought that was really cool um, because I, I guess in a lot of ways a lot of times um, I'm very impatient. I'm trying to rush things right and then, you know, like also and then when it fails, let's say I'm trying to be a better person. But whenever I hit like the first obstacle or notice like, oh, I make the first mistakes and I'll be very devastated, like right away. And it's like kind of, you know what, I don't think I'll ever be good. I don't think I can do anything. But I guess is again, it's all about trusting your process. Like, you know, how you just make tiny, tiny, tiny little steps every single day. Uh, instead of rushing it. So I when I first when I re- re-watch it before this podcast, recording this podcast, it kind of just strikes me how it's so relatable um, in that way. Um, yeah, actually, so, yeah, the no,
0: illusion it was... of control thing, we link back to later in the movie, I think later in the scene, in fact, uh, Ugo actually releases this illusion of control because he knows he is actually... A barrier to Shifu himself So in every Jedi fashion Disappear with the peach leaves <laughs> that, that sort of way uh, After he left, Shifu was actually able To finally deal with the problem That he had created And then help him find inner peace In the second movie
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's actually a good point I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about that I think that's a, mm-hmm. that's a really good point And I think that is also similar To what you guys said, right? I think it's not, you know, quiet. Having quiet time is not important. It's the inner peace that allows you to actually settle the water. Yeah. Hashtag everything is connected. <laughs> yeah, this is
0: this is definitely one of DreamWorks' best movies or better movies. Yeah. It's true.
1: And it's timeless. It's twenty twenty one, and we. I mean, good. it's even
3: more relatable now, no? Because of the pandem- pandemic, everybody is like stuck at home. Then you know you really get that time to yourself in a way. Right like to if you really want I guess you want to find that inner peace or like the time to quiet down and things like that so it's kind of even more relatable in a way uh, when I was younger because younger you don't really think oh I didn't really think about anything
1: no but right. but tell me more That's though how, like why do you like that scene so much how does that hit you no
3: like in a way, we always felt like we always have control over our own lives, right? Like, oh, I control what I want to do. I control, you know, I control my own happiness. I control how I feel. I control, you know, I I always try to have control over myself, I guess, right? In a way, um, because that's what we wanted to do. Because we won't make certain decisions. You always feel like you have control over everything. But in a way, you don't really, you don't. um, You just kind of need Things sometimes just happen, and uh, you—it's it, the illusion of control that oh, I can control everything, and yet, and then to a point where you realize oh, actually, you know what? I don't have control, and then you started to, you started to become, I guess, more depressing uh, in a way because you felt like you know everything's out of my control. But you know, in a way, it's actually it was things are never in your control. You just kind of you just kind of follow the right. flow in a way. You, you you know that's i don't know that's kind of in a way that's felt like
2: well no actually kinda i just kind of kind of have like a question right because i understand the idea of illusion of control right but like just as like shifu also challenged this right she's like he was like oh but i can control some things right like if i can control like i can hit the peach and i can like destroy it right this is something that i can control so then like how do you balance that like in the sense that then is it then that I don't have to do anything, or like I can't change the result anyway. So am I just not gonna do it, or or like how do you guys see now,
0: it? Now I don't have a particular answer to that specific question, but I remember I was wiser in understanding and interpreting this quote when I was younger, <laughs> uh, or when I was like a teenager and I rewatched the movie. Then I'm just like oh my god, this quote is amazing! I'm gonna be uh, fourteen and like woke and that kind of shit. <laughs> so. <laughs> So uh, when I was younger, I realized that okay, if I use that analogy, uh, if I want a peach, I and I have no idea what seeds uh, will actually bear this particular fruit or bear this particular outcome. The only thing I can do as a person or at that stage, would be to keep planting the seed, Mm. or keep planting different seeds and hoping that one thing will grow, Mm. that kind of thing. Some of them will be bad seeds, and you know, they might just die. And then some of them may grow into an apple or orange, and they might be good outcomes, maybe not the best, but it will help sustain my hunger (laughs) as I await for the particular peach. Mm -hmm. So it's that kind of thing. So Like, uh, so when I was younger, that quote, I think it was more applicable and more straightforward when I'm talking about schoolwork, because it's uh, very, in in a way, it's very linear. The harder you work in your schoolwork, you don't really have to think about all the external factors, just need to focus on schoolwork, and then you just keep grinding, keep doing practice papers, and then eventually you'll get to a comfortable place where like, okay, I have my peach, that kind of thing. And it's okay that it took me quite a while to get there. What matters is that. I have got there and, and, and I've made the effort to keep planting again and again until I reach mm. there. It's difficult for different people because, you know, probability of the seeds that you plant. Mm. And then everything is very difficult to keep track. And maybe, you know, you keep planting apples and some people have, um, uh, are just unfortunate in that sense. Mm. But uh, so when I was younger, it was clear to, clear to me, okay, hard work equals to plant more seeds equals to you will bear fruit at the end. However, I've <laughs> uh, just kind of gotten a bit muddled up. So maybe back to the water thing. It kind of got a bit muddled up when I grew older. And then like now there are a lot of different external factors and mm. you kind of wonder, you know, is it just mm. like...
1: No, I think I think that's, that's definitely a very good way to put it. But um, mm-hmm. to me, how I understand this, again, on the peach thing, is if I do really want peach now, I will go to the shop and look for it. So there are let's say 5 supermarkets in my neighborhood. I'll go to all 5 to look for peach. If I find it, perfect. But if I don't, I don't I don't become devastated and I don't become so attached that I want to, you know, f- look for peach in every single you know, supermarket in the entire country. You know, I think that is like kind of the, how I see it is you do your best and you cannot control the out of it. There are, as Jansen said, there are gazillion different external factors. Maybe it's sold out. Maybe it's not in season. Maybe there was like a drought somewhere. You know, there are billions of reasons to why you cannot find that peach. But as long as you've made the effort and you've tried it, then don't be too obsessed over the results. That's kinda how I, I see it and how I interpret it.
2: Yeah, and I think also that kind of relates to another quote from the same scene, which is like, um, uh when Shifu was like, Oh, I have bad news and then Uguei replied with there is no good news or bad news. There's only news. So I guess like the re- very like literal translation of it, it's kind of like oh, it depends on how you see it. You know, like things are things. It, it just depends on how you you project your in- own emotion to it. But I also kind of think it also relates to what Melody was saying before. Like it's just how the result is because we can see a result at this moment. And be like, <laughs> oh, I I wanted peaches and I didn't get peaches then that means that this is a bad news. I didn't get what I want. This is a bad result. The the end. I'm really sad. But the thing is, the good news or bad news or like the good result or bad result, you never know whether it is definitely good or definitely bad until like far in the future, right? Because you never know. Things changes every single second. It could be good news at this moment and then tomorrow you realize that it was actually really bad for you. Vice versa. So it's kind of like the analogy is kind of like I like thought of one it's kind of like oh when you planted like a peach uh planted like a seed and it became like a tree and you're really happy and it like it blooms like a flower and you're like oh this is great news my seed became a flower and then it kind of it kind of died after a few days and you're like oh gosh this is bad news but then the dead flower kind of trans, like transform into like a seed into the peaches. Then you realize it's good news. So even within days, there are good news, bad news, good news, bad news. So you never know until far into the future. So I think that's what we can always think of when we have the result to know that so, it's ever changing.
3: No, this has got me thinking. Like you talk about the ew. Then I don't know. It's kind of conflicting. Then because we're talking about how there's a lose control, everything's out of control. All right, but at the same time, right now you literally talking about how controlling your thoughts, controlling you know, we're talking about perspective, talking about understanding. There's more things, and there's always a cycle. That's how you controlling your mind, right? You know what I mean? So like, that's kind of conflicting. Mm, I don't think it's
1: conflicting in a way because if you go back to the quote that Ube said. It's actually, you know, you cannot control when to when it blossoms, but all you can do is plant it and nurture it. So planting it and nurturing it is something that you can do. It's something you can you have control over. So I think the point mm-hmm. here is, mm-hmm. you know, you work hard on whatever thing you can control, but admit and accept right. the fact that there are things that you cannot control. And don't let that right. part bother you. I think that is
0: Yeah. What? And I think yeah. that's a difficult part where I like, Kind of people maybe struggling to grasp or are trying to <laughs> grasp. But I do want to ask yeah. uh to clarify. So are you saying that good, uh, bad news can become good news or... Because sometimes bad news well, is just, mm. just bad. <laughs> just, just no, like it's going true. going anywhere.
2: <laughs> well, I think... Well, it's not, I I mean, there's always like the most cliche thing, right? Everything happens for a reason or whatever, whatever, right? Like Mm -hmm, heartbreaks mm -hmm. always leads to an opportunity to grow. Like this is like the most cliche thing ever. But like we all know, it's kind of true in a sense, right? Because when we face a failure, I mean, like it is, right? Like it it doesn't make it like not bad. It's not like it's good that that happened to you. But there's always a silver lining in sense that, okay, I failed this test. This is really bad for me. But then... I failed it. Now I learned to not to do something right. I like, guess, mm.
0: but like sometimes it's also to a point where, especially if you have faced a setback, a similar setback again and again, and then you feel like, okay, I've learned my lesson already. So why is it still happening to me? That kind of thing. Like you know, sometimes bad news are just is just there to exist and mm. yeah.
2: Yeah, well, I I would say that I would say that I agree to you. I agree with you in a certain extent. I I, I think especially mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when we're dealing where we're talking to someone right like we always have to be like sometimes it's it just sucks like it it's it's bad news like someone left you someone broke up with you right this is bad news you have to acknowledge that it is bad for you at this moment right at this moment it is definitely bad news but it doesn't mean that it cannot change tomorrow or it cannot change in two weeks or you cannot change like your perception of it it doesn't change right i feel like or like even like five years looking back you're like okay that thing was really bad for me at that moment. But now, like, I'm so glad that it happened in a sense, right? I feel like it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah,
3: and I, I think to add to that, also, like, news... You're talking about some different perspective, right? Because right now, we're always talking about, like, within yourself... But also like, you know, you know, let's say we expand it. Let's say again, using your your analogy of someone breaking your heart. Oh yeah, it sucks for me, but maybe to that person be like, Oh my god, finally, I'm liberated. I don't have to be in this relationship anymore. That's great news for that person. You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> no, Don't no, like uh, you know what? Maybe because uh-huh. maybe I'm a I'm a terrible so person. Sad. I'm obsessive. I'm controlling all that, and for that Best person, to be like, choose. oh my god, finally yeah. I can get rid of this like rubbish okay. or whatever. So it, it depends. Really depends on how you look at it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no definitely. Like,
1: and true. I think I think one way to connect it back to what Jansen said is that, you know, all you can do is to keep planting seeds and you don't know what you're going to get, but you can try your best. But sometimes, you know, some of them Mm. will be rotten seeds. Sometimes it'll grow into something really ugly. You know, it's just how it is. But, you know, know know that as you do it and as you do great and as you try to find the best seed and plant the best seed and try to nurture it the best way possible, you know, hopefully it'll one day turn into something good. I think it's just the whole idea of causality that, you know, as long as you put in the good work you know it will it will come back sometimes
0: it is what it is sometimes um the seed just sucks and then you don't need to blame your fertilizer don't need to blame your hole or your shovel or yourself just keep planting seeds that's the most important thing i feel
1: exactly
0: but keep
3: planting good seeds though i want to stress
0: but you don't know that you don't know what seed you're planting sometimes (laughs) depends on the pet i planted so many seeds they ain't growing
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i think i think it's also the past like you don't know you don't remember what you what you planted so now you know going forward you know pick the good seeds to 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 plant but yeah so uh, yeah jansen what's your favorite scene
0: okay so a lot of, so i think my scene it's not really a scene but i guess a concept of the dragon scroll within the entire movie, right? Mm. So uh, Mm. I remember I watched an analysis about this movie where they talked about, okay, so Kung Fu Panda, if it's a kid's movie, it can literally just be the good guy uh, tries to prevent the bad guy from getting this magical item. And uh, in movie terms, it's called a MacGuffin, a specific object or symbol in a movie that everyone wants to fight for it. It could simply... So, if it's a children's movie, the writers could have done the easy the easy thing. Maybe the villain can obtain the, the scroll for a while. And then, oh, okay, uh, he lost it. We defe- defeated the bad guy. And then the good guy gets it. And the balance is restored. But no, this movie actually revealed what is the Dragon Scroll and what's inside it. So, the whole idea of the Dragon Scroll was really interesting to me. But I do want to ask you guys what... what did you feel, or why do you think the dragon scroll was important in the movie? I guess to get to or that point, should we talk
3: movie. about how the dragon? With it, I guess it's not really a spoiler, but had, like you know how uh, they when they open up the dragon scroll, it's all like it's nothing in it. I think that that is a very important point to stress. Yeah, yeah.
0: That, I mean, that's it's that. not like
3: uh, any like new weapons or like new kung fu style or whatever. It's just blank, blank. That's important. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. I guess to me, I guess that's the message. But basically, I don't know. To, to my understanding, you know, like, and I, they've been stressing it th- throughout the entire way, the entire time. Is like, oh, you really have to believe in yourself. Like at the end of the day, if you want to become a dragon warriors, you just need to believe in yourself. Believe that believe that you're that you're that person.
1: Wait, are um, you are you referring kinda... are you referring to the fact that when you when when, when Poe opened it and he saw mm-hmm. his reflection? yeah is that is that the reflection that 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 you okay okay, that part so
3: what the dragon scroll i guess symbolizes that really anything it's about having faith having faith in yourself really believe that you can do that because it's all about like i guess it's kind of similar uh buddhism is concept where you need to first believe in it fully and then you will have the determination to achieve it Mm-hmm. and then you will be able to execute it. You need to like, those are the steps that you need to take, right? You need, really need to believe in yourself, believe in Buddhism, believe that you can do this, and then you determine this is a goal that you want to go for, achieve it, mm-hmm. and then actually, actually achieving it. So that's kind of like what I think that Dragon Scroll means. Okay. You know?
1: Hey, this is actually scientific, because I just learned this in positive psychology class that I'm taking, and apparently what... apparently what what defines motivation like whether somebody has motivation it's based on your desire like how much you want it and also how much you think you'll be able to achieve it so that's exactly what calvin said right so you have to first believe it you know fully before you can be determined and execute on it so i think yay that's pretty woke Mm -hmm. this thing is (laughs) (laughs) connected to psychology too that's pretty cool that's pretty cool well but i personally don't i mean it's cool that you see it that way i personally just thought it was more um the hinting of you know the fact that you know there is nothing like people constantly try to look for something else you know like for, for for stuff like oh you know it might be you know uh luck is just not on my side you're always trying to look for that external factor that contributes to it or that's missing or or whatnot but i think ultimately. There's nothing. It's just you. Whatever you need, it's already within you. It's 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 up to you to nurture it. It's up to you to cultivate it. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I thought personally, I thought that was that was the the. the That's idea. true.
3: I it's kind of believing yourself. Then I guess that was like the core idea, because it's within you, right? Yeah.
2: I don't think I have a definitive interpretation of that. Actually, I have questions because I this is something that I always like. I struggle with is the idea of the chosen one or whether there is a thing as mm-hmm. the chosen one because for the whole like for the right, whole movie right. right it's it's a huge deal of choosing the dragon that's master right it's like we have to choose the person who has like the ability or the chosen one like the person who was born to do this right so that means that it's not something that you achieve mm-hmm. right it's something that sort of if you're the one then you're the one right kind of so then I, I, I understand the idea of like Mm -hmm. like at last like poe was the chosen one but then at last when she opens it yeah it's like you you don't need anything extra because you're already the chosen one then is the mat the dragon scroll master like the dragon scroll is it referring to poe you can do it just be yourself because you're the chosen one or it can everyone take this dragon roll and be like you can still do it because you're everyone do you know what i mean I'm making sense. I know. I think.
1: I think. I think (laughs) that completely makes sense, and I think that is the whole point of it. Because at one point, when Poe was you know fighting Tai Lung, and Poe was like, "You have it," and Tai Lung got it, and he opened it, and he still sees himself. So it's gonna be the same. Whoever opens it, whoever reads it. It's gonna say the same thing. So I don't think that is but bec- that is the idea of chosen one and, and contrary, I think it's the opposite of it. It's every it's the same for everybody.
0: Really though.
3: It's not
1: like invisible Lincoln only Poe can see. I, I it, don't know. know
3: I, mean? I, I, I don't know. I see it differently because as you're talking about it, well basic first of all, the dragon scroll is always up there. No one's allowed to touch it but the dragon warriors, right? So Poe is the yeah. chosen one, so he is the only one that can yes. read it. But then the thing is, also, you know, going back earlier, you know, how, like, he just kind of fall from the sky and then, like, Wu Gui just kind of point at him. And then they're like, oh, my God, why are you pointing at him? And then Wu Gui was like, well, there's no accident, mm-hmm. right? Like, his no, there's no accident why Wu Gui's, point, Wu Gui's pointing somebody and then he just kind of fall from the sky appear right in front of him. It's no accident. So he is the chosen one. So I felt like, but then for him to actually believe in it, he needs to believe in himself to be able to do that first. And in a way, like, we are all, I don't know, like, we're all mm-hmm. born to do mm-hmm. something. We might might be different. Everybody's do born to do diff- different things. But we need to believe in ourselves to be able to achieve that thing first. So regardless, I think that, like, faith always come first. Like, you need to believe in yourself first, regardless what you are destined to do.
0: Right. I think so. for me... For me, I think that uh, the question of why is he the chosen one, maybe it was not properly explored in this movie, but they uh, more or less addressed it in the second and third movie. I Mm -hmm. think briefly, it's basically uh, about how like in the second one, he achieved inner peace at a crazy rate or something like that. Uh, But for this movie, I think uh, why they're leading for Poe to be the dragon warrior is because he actually respects the... Pe- like, he has this optimism, unlike those of the other characters, where even though the other characters are humiliating him, undermining him and his efforts, he still respects Shifu, he still respects the Furious Five. In fact, he has uh, loved Kung Fu and enjoyed Kung Fu since the beginning of the movie, when he played with all the the little dolls and the action figures of the, the Furious Five. Mm. Uh, so I would say it's actually really similar to what Melody said where it really shows the problem with having uh, too too much of a single... Uh, that single-mindedness when you're achieving a goal. Uh, in a sense that, yes, it's good to believe in, in yourself. It's good to have that focus and to work <laughs> hard uh, to achieve your goals. But if you're doing so at the expense of others, yeah, you're going to be defined by what you do and not actually what you acquire. That kind of thing. So that's why... Tai Lung desperately wants to get the dragon, uh, the dragon scroll to prove that he is the dragon warrior, but then uh, ultimately he goes on a rampage and then he gets thrown in jail. So, and unlike the other, unlike Tai Lung, sorry, uh, Po and the Fierce Five, they actually enjoy Kung Fu. You know they don't really care necessarily about the dragon scroll. They just see it as they see kung fu as a way of life. If they're at the next stage, then they'll acquire it, that kind of mentality.
1: Yeah, I think that's an interesting point too because I think that are they called the Fab Five? Furious oh God,
3: furious, five. Furious, furious, furious Five. Furious Five. <laughs> Fab Five with the
1: queer eyes. Fabulous bro. Five. <laughs> the Furious Five. No. But they were actually upset, remember? Like, they were super angry at the fact that Po was chosen, and especially the tiger. And she was like, dude, like, why why did they, you know, not choose somebody who actually knows kung fu and whatnot? So I feel like they were actually sad. And I think that actually brought up another good point, too. Is that when you're so obsessed with this, you know, one goal, it actually creates a lot of misery for you. Because Poe's like whatever right. he, you know, if 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 you know, someone tell Poe that oh you're not the Dragon Warrior, he's not gonna be you know one tad bit you know of being upset. But then because these people right. really right. wanted this and this became this one goal that they're obsessive over, um, they actually got very uh-huh. upset.
0: And then you can actually see it in Thailand. So one of the actual an actual scene, which is my favorite, but kind of irrelevant to until this point, is the jail escape scene where, you know, when we get introduced to Tai Lung, he's underneath a giant-ass rock. And then he has to go up the, the cavern and then fight, don't know how many warriors to get out. So, I guess that's a good thing. Like, it can show you the good thing about uh, accomplishing a ghost, even though it's for a nefarious intention. Mm. However, at the end, the final battle scene, where it's both more important, where we see uh, Ugui, both Ugwe and Po utilize the single-mindedness of Tai Lung to achieve that scroll. They knew how to anticipate his mm. movements, they knew what he was going to try to do, and they could attack and defend, and uh, control, mm. in a sense, his actions to kind of protect other people, mm. protect the city, and, mm. and etc. Yeah, that's a good yeah, point.
3: Yeah, but, I don't know. Uh, are you talking about it? But I, I do think you really, you are not know, going back to how uh, the dragon scroll means you need to believe in yourself and be determined and all that, I don't know. Like, in a way, I think you still need to be believing in yourself, be very determined, maybe to a point with single-mindedness, and then you like work towards your goal, but I think to ties back to whatever we said before about the losing control is, you don't have control over everything, the external factor, where you get it or whatever, you can only control your actions, so right. you need to be learn to let go of it. But I think you still need to have that single-mindedness to keep going to that stage, and then you're like, okay, you know what, now I've done my part. I don't have control over all the external factors, I can control what I do, and net let go of it. That's how I yeah, see it. Yeah, like, I agree. You know, and crucial.
2: also, but I this is just I, I guess this is more uh like a reality thing in a sense that like especially when the goal and like, when we talk about like having one specific goal, it like what like helps me to be more, you know, calm, but also to keep myself motivated is how you set the goal and what kind of goal you want to set. Like instead of a very specific goal of I want to be the dragon master. It's kind of more of an idea, right? Like, like to think about yeah. why do you want to be a dragon master, right? Is it because you love kung fu? Is it because you want to save lives? Is it because you want to like, keep the legacy going? So then you're not so fixated on that specific thing, right? So if the tigress, right, if she, yeah, the, the reason why she wants to be the dragon master is because she wants kung fu to keep going, she, he, she thinks that it's a lifestyle she should be happy even if she wasn't the dragon master she should be happy that she was like in another way that she didn't anticipate help this goal to keep going does that make sense do you know what i mean like it's the idea it's the idea or the message but you never you can never control what role you play in it but you just have to have that wish of like good intent Mm -hmm. and then yeah. and
3: to to tie everything back to like the fair beginning to in order to have that i guess to in order to understand that you don't have control whatever whatever is that you need to let the water settle so that you can find yourself you find that inner peace so that you know then therefore it kind of ties everything together you know what i mean
1: no i have i have oh, i have <laughs> one more and one more way to tie okay. it all <laughs> yeah. you know how Lyra said it's all about the intention like think about why you want to be dragon warrior and that thought that cost that why is essentially the the seed that you plant in it because if you know you plant you know you plant the right (laughs) if you plant the right mindset if you plant in a seed of the right you know reason the right why then it'll 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 come into fruition the way you want it Hey. nice
3: everything hey. is a
1: big hey. circle yeah.
0: nice everything That's awesome. is connected i like, I like what uh Lewis said the evaluation of uh what are your goals for the purpose of your goals really good mm. yeah. and very interesting tie-ups to <laughs> <laughs> uh just a little story i remember when we came out of the movie theater uh my parents and i then my mom kept asking me why do you think po has a duck for a father and then there you go kung fu panda 2 was uh, a few years later kung fu panda 2 came out so wait my i don't remember <laughs>
1: should we do two i it's just an excuse for me to <laughs> maybe
0: we'll do two you know audience let us know if you want to hear more about everything. Co- yeah, just, ex- just give me an excuse oh, to
1: rewatch it
0: 2 is really that good. I good. think 2 is better than 1. I think there's a debate. Uh, but 2 personally, personally, I like 2 is better than 1. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> all right.
2: Time to wrap up. Way to wrap up. <laughs> 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 bye guys.
0: All Thank right. you guys so much for bye. watching and tuning in. <laughs>
3: all right. Bye bye. bye. bye.